Welcome back to another episode of Better Than Work. First of all, we got beef with Anchor. <laughs> Do we? I don't know if we should get into it because they are publishing our podcast. Yes, and also I think that they're like the first ad that we do when we listen thanks for listening to let's say something positive you can upload onto multiple platforms there's something that anchor is great at and that is publishing your podcast yes we are grateful for that and that's all we're gonna say about that oh our groove is back our groove is back um we have been i just want to say we've been struggling trying to record this podcast we have been working tirelessly. for about an hour now over an hour over, over an, hour. an hour of going back and forth okay uh what if we did this what if we did this da, da, da. No, nothing's working but here we are here we are we persevered and i would just like to say i will am going on the record literally and i'm saying that jamie was right from the beginning <laughs> <laughs> And we should have used Zoom. We should have been fine. using Zoom. But you know what? I'm going to say that I think it sh- it is a testament to our desire and our perseverance in recording this podcast. Yep. We are, I guess you could say, are, I was going to say trailblazers, but that's not the right word. No, I know. I was going to say something like, we are, I don't know. The moment's gone. I don't. We I can't are think of it. Endeavorers. <laughs> Endeavorers. Yeah. Okay. One thing I would just like to address at the top. Okay. When I listen back to the podcast when I'm editing it, there are a couple things I notice that I do. I say literally way too much. <laughs> way, 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 way too much. Um, I also say like a lot, which I'm, that doesn't, okay. It is annoying, but I don't, that is such everyone, a, yeah, it's everyone so common. Does it. It's so, that's such a common thing, but, and I know that literally is also very common, but I was embarrassed. Like I, every time I heard myself say it after the second time, I just thought, oh, you're no, aware no, of no, it. No. I'm so aware of it. So I'm going to try not to say literally, I'm not saying I will never say it. I'm also going to try not to say like, but there are no promises with that one because it's just, it is a part of who I am. Yeah. I think I, I, I say, um, a lot. I do that too. I don't rec- I don't notice that as much. I also do this thing. I just did it with my lips. I go, yep. I do that so much. I've never it's, noticed that. It's for the ASMR. I listener. don't know why. I always, I do my best to cut it out of the episode because I'll go, um. And I'll do that thing and I don't, um, I don't recognize it. But anyway, I realize that I say that a lot. So I'm sorry if anybody listened to the last episode, which it only has two plays so far, you and me. So, uh, you know, is that on Anchor or what? Yeah, Anchor tells you who has listened to it across all platforms. Oh, okay. And, it, and it's you and me, baby. It's you and me. All the way. In forever and always i don't ever listen to the whole thing obviously because i am the one that did the editing but i do mm-hmm. always like click on it and kind of just mm-hmm. i don't know it's fun to just do that i mean my brother listened to it the other day Which he was episode like, was that um 
I think I was at work when you the things we hate don't like don't like like I think it was the things we trends hate. or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Something oh more like trend opinions yeah 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 and he's like this is this is good like you guys are funny I was like didn't he say he thought we Thanks. were giving a lecture he said when um you were talking he said he was like i feel like it's i'm listening to a lecture was you're that- very you're very like which is a very good thing like you're descriptive and like you give a lot of details and you're talkative which is you're uh, i need to work on being more talkative when you have a podcast yeah right go into more <laughs> i always figure and i do this i do cut out like massive portions of the episode sometimes because i feel like i go on for way too long Sometimes I'm just like, I'm going on and on and on and on, but I rather both of us do that. And then I can cut it. I can cut it out. Then like, don't, we have nothing, you know, we have nothing. So in case you're listening and you think, oh my gosh, Isabel talks way too much. Just know that that's only like a portion portion of how much I actually talk because (laughs) I cut out, I cut out massive portions. And just know this is the most I talk. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Jamie saves up all of her discussion. For I our save up all my energy for this because yes. as an introvert, it woo. Yeah. Just do you kidding. think it's do you think it's better when you're just one on one with people? Do you still feel just as exhausted or like do you still feel no? I don't really feel exhausted when it's one on one. Like I prefer one on one intimate conversation than like I don't mind being out and talking to groups of people. Like it's fun, but I do am like. I feel like I ran a marathon. <laughs> I'm tired. I gotta take a nap after that. This the small talk is really yeah exhausting. Do you hear my stomach? A little check. Did you? It might my be my stomach. No, it's I could feel it. That's why I said something. I could feel my. We stomach. haven't had dinner yet. Me neither. My mom. What said are you having? Pizza in the pizza <gasps> oven. <gasps> we were using the oh. pizza oven. Oh, I'm so excited! That's what I'm having. Sushi. I just I just got sushi um two nights ago and it was delightful delightful I have to take you there's two sushi places I really enjoy going to and when you come visit me really soon (laughs) we're gonna go okay to one (laughs) because I feel like two going to you only come for a weekend and then we have to go to both I'm down for it I'm down I'm down are you kidding for both sushi sushi back to back and we're gonna make it. it Oh, oh, all day long sushi. Go mercury poisoning. Here I come. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how was your week? How was your time with oh, um? I your- had a very eventful week, and I first want to say, I want to start off talking about my experience at the DMV. Oh, jeez. Did because... you okay? Did you go by? Sorry, you're gonna tell the story. I'm asking too many questions already. I don't know anything. <laughs> I haven't started. It was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on, back up. <laughs> no, okay. So, we, I mean, a little a back story. We have, we had three cars, but there are four of us in the house, and we all have somewhere that to go. That doesn't add up. That just doesn't no, add no, no. up. No, 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 no. Everyone, you know, we were sharing cars for a while, but then my mom bought like this a car off of her friend just cheap it's a 2002 crv honda so just like a car to have like to go to like work and back like short trips so now we have four cars but in order to like so it's a long process 
you have to go to the both parties, your go to the DMV. And I have to change the title from the previous owner to us. What do you mean both parties? The previous owner has to go with you? Yeah. Oh my goodness. To the DMV. Just it's, like it's going from that person's name to your mom's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why did you so have mom, to go? Well, okay. So mom was at work. Mm. Me and dad went. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you don't feel like your dad couldn't handle it on his own? Mom said dad could handle it on his own. <laughs> She's like, like, listen, you have go. to go with your father. But also we had to, you know, drive a car back. So two people had to go. To mm, be fair. I see. I was, I'll just say, I was at the DMV for four hours on a Monday. Wow. wow. Four hours. You can't, you can't make an appointment at the DMV. They want you to for certain things. Just because there were so many people there or just because it took a long time? Both. Ugh. I don't think they have a, a lot of, I don't know what they're called. Tellers? Whatever. That's probably not, that's not the right term. Yeah, I don't know. People to service you. Spawns? Anyway. Just kidding. Because <laughs> it's literally you walk in and you, like, I was like, hi, this place sucks. An hour and a half. And we finally get back to the person. We go through the whole process. You have to pay to get your title changed from their name to our name. Mm-hmm. So that we did that. We went through the whole process and we get to the end of the paperwork. At this point, my mom's friend has left because she doesn't need to be there anymore. Nice. She, you know, we paid her and it's all done. We're going through the process of the paperwork and she's like, okay, we need your insurance. Okay, here you go. And dad pulls up the, the like picture on his phone and the lady goes, oh no, this, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And we're like, sorry, what? You need to put the car you are buying on your insurance. And mom's like, well, we're just we're buying it today like i i haven't done it yet because we're literally getting it right now they're like oh no you need to get call your insurance company and put the car that you were buying off of your friend onto your insurance before you can change the title before you can get the title and the license plate because we had to buy a new license plate here's why i'm confused okay how are you putting a car onto your insurance that you don't own that isn't that your name isn't on the title i don't the steps I don't know the process of that, but that's what she's like. You need your insurance. And mom's like, because I called her and I was like, told her what was happening. She's like, I haven't done it yet because we don't haven't the car, yet. the car. So that was a whole ordeal. Oh my gosh. The lady goes, you have to get back. You have to call her and have her send it to you because the insurance company can do it like very quickly. Right. Okay. And so I called mom and told her and she was like, okay, let me call them. And I'll send it to you. And she did. And it took 10 minutes. So it was a quickly resolved. She wouldn't let us wait at her oh, desk. Oh, you had to get like, back in get line. Get back <gasps> in line. Go get another ticket for registration. And I said, sorry. No, 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 no. Step aside, ma'am. Step aside, ma'am. <laughs> You're going to need to go to the back of the line. <laughs> and I was like, it literally took 10 minutes for mom to call them and send me the insurance no gotta get back and get back in line and i was like get back in line and i was like oh my god back of the line (laughs) step aside (laughs) ma'am take your bag take your bag and your bag tag 
Miam, please. I can't even do it. You did it perfect. Miam, back, back of the line. Take oh, another ticket. So you, how long did you have to wait the second time? An hour. <gasps> it was a 55 minute wait. So that was my Monday. Nice. Classic Not a great Monday. start to the week, but the week ended much better. Nice. Okay. From Thursday to Saturday, I went over to my cousin's house. She's 10 years older than me. She's got a baby, a three-year-old, I should say, and a husband. She's also pregnant, which is very exciting. She's having another little girl. Uh, But I say all that because it was her three-year-old's birthday, technically Monday, but we celebrated this weekend. And so I always, the past two years, have gone over and helped decorate for the party. And I just like hanging out over there at the house. She's got a pool. It's really nice. So I was there for the past couple of days, just hanging out. And we helped decorate. And uh, man, I, she's like, I'm going up and down a little step stool, like hanging up streamers and balloons and stuff. It was cute, but I, I was very tired Yeah. at the end of the day. Uh, but we had a nice little cute three-year-old birthday party on Saturday. It was really fun. That's nice. Is Brielle excited about, does she like understand what's about to happen? I think, I think so. Like she knows, I think she knows mommy has a baby. She's supposed to, listen. She knows where Africa is, but does she know how to baby sisters? Ooh, that's the thing. She can point to Africa on a map, but does she know she's going to be a big sister? Yeah. I think so. I think at that age you like kind of understand, but also you're just like, until it happens, maybe. Hanging yeah. out. You're like, sure, yeah, yeah that sounds great. Okay. And you're like, wait a minute. What is, what's going on? Why am I sharing mommy time right now? What? No, that's my mom. Yeah, I'm so glad <laughs> I never had to experience that. Oh, yeah. Our parents had us and then they were like, we're definitely finished. We are definitely done. Done. No more. This is what's the situation. This is the sitch. <laughs> the sitch. What's the I, sitch? I've had this current job for three weeks now and last week my dad who works for a well-known real estate company forwarded me an email from one of their office managers or something because they have all different offices in different areas and they're looking for like a front desk person and he said you should look into this and so I emailed the lady. At first, I tried to find the job on Indeed because I wanted to just apply through that. I didn't necessarily want to be like, hey, my dad, whatever. But I couldn't find the job. So I ended up emailing the lady and she said in the in the email to all the agents, like, if you know anyone, please have them send me their resume. So that's what I did. I just sent her an email. She calls me. and <laughs> So it's much better pay. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like I'm going to have a lot more things to do because my job right now is excruciatingly boring and incredibly hard to learn. The, the learning actual, curve is the learning curve. The actual job itself isn't hard at all, but learning how to do it correctly is very difficult <laughs> for me anyway. For that's, me. that's the trick. Yeah. So I'm talking to her on the phone and she says, she's like, oh, I see you graduated, you know. With communications like what are you trying to do what are you doing and i told her like well i have a job right now that i've been at for three weeks and she says you're willing to leave a job that you've only been at for three weeks mm-hmm. and i wanted to say excuse me how dare you for 10 grand more a year yeah yeah 
Yeah. Also, yeah, you know what? All the time. Yeah, you know what? I am going to do that because I don't actually know what I want to do. And I took a job because I needed a job. That's kind of how it works. And it mm-hmm. wasn't my, like, I wasn't actively looking. I wasn't actively applying, but my, like, my dad's like, you should look into this. And I didn't want to just pass up an opportunity. So I looked into it. Anyway, I went in for an interview. It went great. She's lovely. The front, the lady that's working the front desk now is so lovely. She's kind of just filling in because of the, you know, the girl they had before left. Um, anyway, I don't, I keep saying anyway, that's going to be my next word that I say all the time, <laughs> but I don't find out until ne- the end of next week. Do but you want it? This is the only job that I've interviewed for that I actually want. Oh, the way that she was describing it and the responsibilities and everything about it just sounds like it is right up my alley. Like yeah. just lots of different things to do and lots of different people to talk to and see. And there's always things to do and you have, you know, responsibility, but it's not going to ruin the company if you make a mistake. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's perfect for me. Yeah. And it's very close to home. Again, it pays much better than the job that I have now. It's going to look much better on a resume mm-hmm. when I do eventually, you know, maybe move states or something and look for another job. And the, she, the lady I interviewed with was lovely. So I think that that would be really awesome. But again, I, I, I'm so confident that I walk out the door and I'm like, of course I got the job. Are you kidding me? But I really have no idea. You know what I mean? I really have no idea. Yeah. And I don't, I'm not saying that I got it, but I just, that's how I feel. I'm like, well, like having great. that confidence. <laughs> well, it might. I walk up- out of an interview and I'm like, oh, another might, fail. It might end up crushing me because if I don't Aww. get the job, I'm going, cause I keep thinking in my head, okay if I do get this job, I'll have three more weeks at the current one because I'm going to give them a two-week notice, of course. I don't know Mm -hmm. if they'll make me stay. First of all, this is how I feel. Quitting a job after, I guess it will be four weeks, is so embarrassing. (laughs) So embarrassing to me. I get it. It, And my parents keep, because to me, I've always, this is how I've always been and this is how I've been raised. Like if if you commit to something, you see it through. Like, and that, that doesn't mean that you do one thing for the rest of your life, but I don't know with everything that I've done with my friendships, most of them anyway, with church, <laughs> with running, um, I just pick something and I just do it and I stick with it. And mm-hmm. so now that I have a job and I've only been working there for four weeks and I'm about to quit, it's just to me, just so out of character. But at the end of the day, it's just a job. It's not, not just a job, but People do. I don't know. I'm just trying to say that, like, you have to do how best for you. Some people have a job for a day and leave. My mom told me a story about years ago. She worked at Taco Bell for literally a day. And she's like, I'm not coming back tomorrow. Yeah. Because like, it was gross. And I was like, yeah. I know. I just remind myself that it happens all the time. And that's also why they have those probationary periods where your benefits don't kick in for a certain amount of time. You don't get vacation time for a certain amount. You know what I mean? I understand. I'm trying to I'm understanding that that's okay. That, that I'm, you know, might end up leaving. But if I do get this job and I do tell these people now I'm, you know, I'm quitting and this is my two week notice and they make me stay for two weeks. It's going to be so awkward. Number one, because if, if I had been working there for like a couple years and it was my two weeks, then it's almost like a bittersweet kind of, we're going to miss you. You've been here for a She's while. She's moving on. She's moving on. This is like, you're still getting trained and now you're you just leaving. Got here. You just got here and now you're leaving. We've just showed you how to do everything for three weeks and you don't know anything. And we just wasted all of our time on you. So embarrassing. Yeah. And then I still have to, I'm still going to have to ask for help. Who wants to help the girl? 
that's leaving after three weeks. Who's leaving? I'm going to be like, um. No. So honestly, best case scenario, they just tell me, you know what? No hard feelings. You were lovely to meet. <laughs> we wish you all the best. You don't have to stay for the next two weeks. And then I can just start the job, the other job right away. <laughs> but I, I get like why you feel like that because you're just starting this job and then you're like possibly leaving. I would feel the same way, but I also would rationalize it with, okay, I have to do what's honestly best for me. Yeah. And in I my future. And this job that I have now, unless I want to become a salesperson of electrical components, <laughs> um, there's really not, I'm not going to get a pay raise most likely. And there really isn't anywhere else for me to go. Like it, there's no growth. Yeah. Like there's valuable experience and Again, I'm making money and all, you know, all this stuff. That's why I took the job. But in the end, what's going to be better for me and for my future career is this other job. So just, mm-hmm. just, let's just pray that the Lord would open the door. I Amen. receive it. I proclaim it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Um, okay. So there's a couple things that I have been writing down, typing okay. up on my on my phone. That I thought maybe we could talk about. I have to drive to work, obviously, every single day. And I started telling myself, Isabel, this is a great time for you to work on your patience. Because you can't really do anything about traffic to a certain extent. How far is it? 12 minutes. You'd be surprised how many times I could get road rage in 12 minutes. And I'm not saying road rage. Like, I'm not cussing or yelling at people. I just, in my head, I'm like, what the heck is going on? What are you doing? So, I'm in the turn. Okay. I'm in this lane and you can go straight or you can turn right. And at first I get the car in front isn't going and I'm like, go. And then I remember, okay, it's a red light. Maybe they're going straight. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, whatever. You have time. You're going to make it. It's not a big deal. We're waiting. We're waiting. We're waiting. The whole light cycle goes through. This person takes a right. (gasps) (gasps) When I tell you that inch of patience I had five seconds ago, gone, gone. Immediately. I turned that corner, laid on my horn, laid oh, on my, my horn, God. because <laughs> you just made every single person wait for not, it wasn't like, oh, 10 seconds for the light to change. It was minutes and he, they had time. There were plenty of opportunities mm-hmm. for them to, to make that turn and they did it. And then they turned directly into the plaza. It has an entrance that they could, they literally had to pass the entrance to the plaza to get to the light, to turn right, to go into the other side of the plaza. It doesn't seem like they were um, thinking. Yeah, that was very frustrating to me. That got you heated? Yes. And then another day, and somebody in front of me wasn't going when the light turned green. So, of course, I'm honking, honking, honking. And this is something that I maybe we mentioned in the pet peeve episode. Probably. The light, first of all, they didn't go when they were supposed to. They were, I don't know, on their phone or something. So I honk at them. They move forward. The light turns yellow. They come to a stop. I'm like, excuse me? There was plenty of time for both of us to make it through that light. Yeah. They, they came to a stop, whoo, laid on my horn, There's laid a- on it. Because once I realized <laughs> that they were coming, to, they were slowing down. Mm-hmm. I just was laying on my horn until they actually came to a stop. And then I was, it wasn't like, you know, 20 seconds. It was probably like five seconds. Mm-hmm. I was livid. <laughs> First, you not only were not paying attention when the light turned green. Second, you came to a stop at a yellow light that you did, you were had no... You could have made. We both could have made it easy. Yeah. And then there's a theme. Yeah. Um, Isabel <laughs> loves 
loves to honk. I'm a horn user. She she uses that horn any like nobody get, else. <laughs> any chance I get you throw a cigarette out the window, you're getting a honk. Honk. Yeah. You're not using your turn signal and you take a turn, you're getting a honk. Honk. <laughs> I wish that you had actually just done the sound effect of the the sound effect. Oh, every time. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Um, and then they made a U-turn. I didn't honk at them at that point because I was like, I'm just gonna go on my way. But that's the other thing. They could have made the U-turn easier than they could have if they were worried about the light turning yellow. And I'm okay. I'm not gonna make it through the intersection. That didn't even matter at that point because they were making a U-turn. So even <laughs> if you were worried about not making through it through the intersection, I could understand. But you're making a U-turn, so it doesn't even... I had to let it go. Yeah. Okay. That was my road rage. This is my next. I, on the other hand, I never honk my horn. Jamie? Unless it's like an emer- like someone's like, hey, you're going to like hit me or like something like that. Or like there's someone walking and like you're going to hit them. Like I'll honk in like those situations. I am not a honker. I'm not a confrontational. I'm not a confrontational person. Isabel is very confrontational. A little too confrontational. Yeah. It really gets me. Sometimes it's good because like you like stand up for yourself and like, you know. Use that horn. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Use your horn. Ladies, use your horns. I'm like, I just rather not fight about it. Yeah. It's just sometimes though, it's just giving people a little like, hey. Beep, beep. Mm-hmm. You could go mm-hmm. now. You have plenty of, you can go now. Yeah, I've done that. I also honk at people that when there's no stop sign and they stop, I'm going to, because then you're, I can going to rear end. You might get rear ended and then you're going to mm-hmm. cause an accident. Yeah, I, I have been guilty of reaching over and honking people's horns for them, which is not okay. Have you done that for me? Maybe. I, I, know think I've, I know I've done it more than twice, which is, it is not a good In thing. your life? yes and you should not and it was but it was almost like an impulse like I didn't even it wasn't like I was thinking about it it was just like I just did it I just reached over and I honked the horn because I'm like you can't just not tell this person that they're gonna merge into you hello but anyway don't touch people's steering wheels unless they're (laughs) something's wrong okay this is the next thing that I've been dealing with this week I'm having a fashion crisis every day a crisis every day for I work you're like I what do i wear anywhere and oh I, i'm like trying to get an outfit and i'm like standing there in front of my closet and i'm like i don't what am i gonna wear what am i gonna do i don't have i don't know it's just every time i have to go every time i have to go to church every time i have to go i mean if it's just something super casual like a tank top and jean or like shorts that's fine but like anywhere, work, yeah, anywhere date. I have to feel like I have to just put a little bit of effort into it. I'm like, I have nothing. I have nothing <laughs> to wear. And I, I, I do, bare. I do and I don't, I really need to like go shopping. I always say that. And then I end up going and I spend two seconds in the store and I walk out because I am over. I just get it. I don't know. I don't like it. Or you buy athletic wear. Yeah, that seems to happen. But <laughs> that's, somehow that's somehow. <laughs> or happens. like I buy a like I bought this skirt. A couple months ago that I adore. It is so pretty. I love it. I have no top. Mm. I have no top to go with it. Mm-mm. Nothing. And that skirt will sit in my closet. I wore a shirt the other day that I bought two years ago and I never wore. And I just Dang. wore it. I know. I, I That happens to me more than it should. But it's just because I feel like 
I don't have a very good it's the same thing with interior design like decor I either don't want to spend the money or I don't know how to do it like I don't know I don't I just I just have a crisis I every day I just have a crisis I'm like does this look good does this look stupid do I like how this looks do I just think it looks good on other people and that's why I, I don't know do you feel like that ever no I definitely get it like with clothes because I definitely I just buy like t-shirts I'm like this is a cool t-shirt I like it and like I like t-shirts I want to be comfortable but I I also have a lot of black I have black mm. t-shirts black blouses a lot like I don't wear colors like bright colors it's just not I don't ever gravitate towards that and I feel like I should like not wear so much black all the time but like to me it's harder I'm that same way with white I Mm. have I just love white clothing I like white pants I like white shirts Mm t-shirts tank tops but it's hard to wear that especially in Florida so I have a lot of white things I I think that looks like goes with everything yeah I feel like with with everything interior design like I know pretty clear clearly the type of stuff I like like I like industrial type mm-hmm. of stuff yeah like you've seen my room and like my yeah. bookshelves and stuff so like that I I feel pretty good with like that kind of stuff I think you do too you like like it's, white minimal I gold think that, and yeah I definitely the thing is I know what I like and I know that when I, when I see something I like or a room I'm like oh I love that I mean I have a Pinterest I'm a girl right but <laughs> when I have to do it myself nothing i can't i just i'm like, like i don't know what to uh, do like wh- i can't yeah yeah and i'm gonna have a house one day and i really need to know gotta get on that what to do with that right now in my room on my shelves are two vases that's pretty much the extent of my decoration yeah. skills on my shelves i have just a bunch of books yeah i went through a box of books today yeah and i'm to gonna donate i'm gonna donate them lovely guess how many a hundred. No, no. Okay. Um, that's too high. Twenty-four. Oh, twenty-six. <gasps> wow, that's I was close. so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and why are you getting rid of the ones that like? What made you decide? I some of them are like books from school, like textbooks. I'm like, oh, ah, I, do I don't want to keep this. So my college donate it, uh, and then other books are ones that I've read. And I'm like, I don't need to keep it. All right. I don't want to keep it or right. ones that I've never read. And I'm like, I know I'm not going to read it. So let's just. Have you ever looked into thrift books? Like, like a thrift store? No, it's like an online. That's where I got most of my textbooks in college was thrift books. You should oh, try no. to see. I've only ever bought them from thrift books. I've never tried to. S- I don't know if you donate them. They must give you money. I don't know how it works. I actually have to look into that because I do it's... have textbooks, but you should try yeah. that because then people can buy the book for like two bucks. Yeah. There's a store close to me, but they, I think they give you like a store credit or something. So. Yeah. That's cool too. I, I might just, just think about how I, how much I use thrift, thrift books, like how much it helped. Yeah. Me but I do have books that I bought from there. Never used. I have probably... a textbook. I bought 90 bucks that I had to buy for like <gasps> some finance class. Never have to buy any books. I couldn't rent it. I had to buy it. Did you use it though? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying you didn't use it. But it's like still in good condition and like I still have it. You, you should so definitely like... sell that. Yeah, yeah maybe books... I should like sell it on Chegg or something. Every time that I ever purchased a book 
didn't use it. You either purchased it or you borrowed it from me. Yeah, I think I borrowed one or two from you. And I think I did. And that's not true. I mean, I probably used maybe, let's say I bought 15 books. I probably used two or three or like we'd Mm. read one chapter and then we didn't touch it. And again, I bought them on thrift books. So I spent like, I mean, for two semesters, $30 because the books are so cheap and our school doesn't Mm -hmm. really require. And the classes I was taking didn't really require like anything extensive, but it still irritated me that at one point for one of my classes, we got to the end of the semester and we're talking about our final and somebody asks, are we going to go over the book that was required? And he was like, what book? Mm -hmm. Really? Yep. It's in your syllabus and you told us to get the required books and then you just didn't even. Whew. That you happened scathing, so right, you many got a times. Scathing professor oh, look, rated him low. Competent. <laughs> I like, almost really want to go on to rate my professor. But can you do that anonymously? You must be able to do it anonymously. That should be an episode. We go and read some of the rate your professors. The ones that we had. There's probably not that many at a small school. We could just do anyone. Yeah. That actually is a YouTube thing that a lot of schools yeah. do. They post a video of like uh, Texas. I used to look it up all the time. Oh, like, me too. First in college. I was like, oh, yeah, I got this person. I don't think I ever left one. Maybe once or twice. Mm-mm. This is something that happened last night. There Ooh. is. Have you ever heard of a bufo toad? Sorry? A bufo. Bufa? I think it. Let me see. I just looked it up the, yesterday. Okay. So do you, re- <laughs> do you remember how. Did I show you the picture of what they look like? The bufo toad? Mm. Oh, no, and- no, no. You were talking about that. That's right. Ew. You've seen one of those though, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they become massive, these Ew. totes. And uh, we've had them on our porch before. We had this massive toad that would come around at night and poop right near <laughs> our front door. It was huge. And I just always thought that it was a bullfrog. Like I didn't know. I guess I had never actually seen a bullfrog before up close they do not look the same they look a bullfrog is a frog and then a toad is a toad so it's like different they look different that bufo toad is actually poisonous (laughs) and i don't i'm not sure if they're considered an invasive species but i guess they're um poisonous so they're not good for the ecosystem i don't know people kill them People will, people will tell other people if you see these toads like you need to kill them and i never not that i wouldn't kill a toad like what do i care i just never knew that that's what that was so anyway we were at brandon's mom's house last night and she was telling us about these toads and when we went outside we were leaving it was at night and i was like oh i hope we see a toad right because i wanted to like kill one and okay so we go outside sure enough there's a small one and when i say small i mean like probably the size of my palm and there's a little tiny mini shovel by the porch brandon picks up the shovel and he's oh, like no. chasing this frog it's like jumping away he smacks this toad so hard <gasps> the ground i was certain that there was a crater in the ground and that this frog was buried underneath like just inside and then he hit it a second time. Didn't need to. That was the most more surprising one because we didn't see it coming and the noise was so loud. Two seconds later, there's another one. I said, give that thing, give me that shovel. 
I'm going Except at it's it. It's my turn. You just have to like smack them. And so I did it really hard and my nail popped off. My like real nail, like the, you know, the white part of my nail completely yeah. ripped off. It you of broke the, your nail? Hitting, I guess it hit the handle of the shovel and it just hit my, just the top of my nail popped right off. How and did you break your nail? I don't know. I was oh. trying to kill a frog. <laughs> a I know. I was whatever. like, how did that even happen? But I don't really see, I haven't seen that big toad around the house anymore, but I can assure you the next time I do, it is game over. So this is a story you wanted to tell about you killing this toad? Yeah, I wanted to tell you about it. Okay. And the other thing is that when they get big, you can't just smack it. You have to like get it with the point of the shovel, which is a little icky icky, especially if it's on pavement. A little gory. A little gory. They can jump up to six feet when they're big. Six feet. If that thing is coming at me, my, my, I'm going to be coming home at night and my parents' window is right, you know, on part of the porch. Mm-hmm. They're just going to hear me like smacking a shovel, like <laughs> hitting the pavement as hard as I can and screaming. Anyway. Man, someone is going to listen to this and be like, how dare she hurt this little toad? No, this this morning. But this toad in, is po- poisonous. Yeah, not good for you. If your dog licks this toad, dead. <gasps> Dunzo. I've heard, I've heard that. Yeah. So... When, and when I was coming home from church this morning, I stepped and smushed a lizard under my foot. I didn't even feel it. <laughs> Brandon was like, Israel, you just obliterated this lizard. It literally, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. There was blood splattered, like, on Ew. coming out of near its head, and its guts were coming out of its butt. It was a crime scene. It was terrible. I didn't even feel I didn't even notice that I had stepped on it. I just was walking normally, you know, and just yeah. squish right there, dead. Dang. Icky, icky. When we would run... And we'd be on the you know sidewalk or something, and lizards would like scurry out from the grass, and you couldn't see them. Like you didn't have enough time to move your foot in, from in midair, and you'd step on them. It was the grossest feeling to just like squish a. I don't have any problem killing bugs. No, I no. Uh, I'm with you. I'll do it. You feel bad for reptiles? No, <laughs> no. I'm just saying I'll I'll kill them if I have to. If yeah. they're in my property. Yeah, you know what? If they're in my yard, you're dead. How it's dare the you? Same, it's the same thing. Like People are like, oh my God, the, the shark attack. You're, and it's awfully, it's horrible. But you are in the ocean. <laughs> I know. Swimming in like, the shark's home. Don't say shark infested waters. It's a people infested waters. Yeah, I know. That's a <laughs> tough mean, one. Sure. No, they're right. You gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta expect that for sure. But yeah, I will kill things um, on my. Uh, you know what we used to do. What else is on your? Oh, sorry. Go you ahead. want me to move on? You want me to stop talking about? Killing, no, 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 no. I didn't know. I didn't lizards? know you had another story. Go ahead. Well, I think I've told you this before, and I I keep telling myself I have to find the pictures and the videos of this. But I think it was um, a tropical storm. I want to say Sandy, but that might have been a hurricane. I don't know. It was some tropical storm that we had many years ago. Maybe I want to say, and it rained for like a week straight. Do you remember that? It was, it actually Um, did not stop raining for like seven days. It had, it rained the whole time. Wow. Yeah. Vaguely. And I, my neighborhood is, has a lot of wetland. Like our, most of our backyard is all wetland. So everything filled up with water. Like the streets were flooding. The ditches were absolutely full to the brim. And, you know, frogs 
lay their eggs. You got tadpoles. And we would go out into the ditch anywhere. Literally any standing. There I go with the literally again. Any standing (laughs) body of water was full of these tadpoles. You could reach your hand in and pull out a handful. (laughs) There wasn't even enough water. Like in some portions of the backyard it was so full of fro- of tad of jeez oh, of tadpoles that you it there wasn't even enough water for them it was just full when these got to mature got the grew the little legs it was like the plague oh. there were little baby frogs everywhere all over the road in the grass all covering the driveway covering the porch they were just everywhere if you you couldn't even walk out without stepping on them, without driving over them. It was so gross. And so what we, you know, obviously a lot of them got killed off and eaten and yada, yada. But some of them, you know, there were still a lot of frogs jumping around that had gotten bigger. Mm -hmm. We would pick up these frogs, throw them into the air, and hit them with tennis rackets. Oh, my God. I'm going to get people who might watch, you know, be triggered by the, I don't know. Somebody's probably going to be offended if they hear this, but it was, there were just so many of them. There were so many, they were everywhere. You were, you were younger, right? You I was younger. Yeah. I would never, I to would, be fair. I would never kill anything. Kids, now. kids would do stuff like that. Yeah. So, and now oh there's, there's frogs that hang out um, on the windows at night to catch bugs and over by the front door. I have been attacked. I have been attacked more than once trying to get into my home. It's because they know. They're like, this is the girl. This is, yeah. She's the one. <laughs> You're right. Get her. They're, wait, they're waiting for me. She's over killing the, us off. Over the front door, I've been jumped on. I've been peed on. They've gotten into the house. One time I got into the house and there was a frog and I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to bed. <laughs> I can't do <laughs> it. Not today. It's too late. <laughs> like, you can hang out in here. You can hang out. You ever find... She's- just a really like a small completely crusted dried up frog in your house somewhere no never not no what i not a frog no wow my house is pretty clean. i found my room is we found clean. a baby snake once oh i've never had a snake in here yeah but yeah the little frogs will shrivel up and die in here mm. and i'll find them on the carpet I'm like what is this no it's a Oh, it's a frog carcass. <laughs> frog carcass. Okay, that's enough about frogs, Jamie. That's <laughs> <laughs> enough about the frogs. Sorry, I just uh, guess we, you know. Okay, this is something that I wanted to talk to you about because I feel like you could relate to this, and I don't know if we've ever talked about it before, but it's something that has occurred to me. Okay, so okay. when I was leaving to go to school. I knew that I was going to miss my mother very much. And, but it didn't really, when I came home from college after I graduated and I was thinking about, you know, getting a job and saving money and, you know, paying for my car and moving out, it just hit me that I'm not going to be able to come home and just hang. I mean, I can always come home. I know that, but I can't just hang out with my mom all the time, you know? Yeah. And I haven't done that, you know, a ton over the past two years because I've been at school and I've been working and now I have a full-time job. And then I do come home and I have dinner with them. And then, but some nights I'm gone and I'm at Brandon's or whatever. 
and I just went into my mom's like bathroom or something when she was going to bed and I just I don't know I just it hit me that like you always think about you or hear parents say oh you know like just enjoy your kids when they're young enjoy your kids when they're little because it's not always going to be like this and just Mm. like cherish when your kids live with you because they're going to be on your own one day but I've never heard anyone talk about the child side of that like you're not going to be able to just you're I mean some kids like can't wait to get out of their house and I think to some extent that's healthy that you should you know want to move out but I'm almost at the point where I'm like cherishing this time that I have with my mom because yeah I'm not going to get that anymore I don't know it just and I had never thought about it and it like makes me so sad to think about have you ever felt like I don't know maybe I'm like no I you're like oh shoot agree (laughs) I know I completely agree like I've said before my mom is one of my best friends like and people think that that's like a weird dynamic to have but it's like I still respect her as my parent but like we hang out (laughs) yeah we go to the movies we'll get pedicures like we hang out and we laugh with each other so no I completely agree like when I finally move out one day like not seeing my mom every day is like really gonna I know it's gonna really affect me that's gonna be sad I just and I think about and I obviously my plan at this point is to like move out and you know get married and move in with Brandon but and I am so excited about that and I so look forward to that but then I think about coming home like you know home is in like with me my brand me and Brandon's home yeah and my mom like no I don't know just like when I come home from work I just know it's such a constant and it's been such a constant in my life that my mom is going to be home and Mm -hmm. she's you know going to be making dinner or we're going to do something together or like we're going to clean the house together you know what I mean or like have someone to talk to and not knowing that I'm going to move out and I'm probably never going to have that again is just has been really hitting me lately and that's just something that I've been thinking about and it like makes I was gonna say it's just it's almost like you kind of have to to grieve your your past life if that makes any sense like it sounds yeah really weird, no, I mean, we've talked about that before you, like you're saying goodbye to something you knew for years like this was your routine every day yeah seeing this person and like having dinner with them and like now it's gonna change like trust me I I agree it's yeah it's gonna be really hard we joke and I'm like you're gonna like live with me right like I'm gonna <laughs> get an apartment you're gonna come with me she's like yeah yeah I know. I know my mom jokes about when she gets older, like much older. She's like, I'll just come live with you. I'll just come yeah. live with you. I'm like, yeah, for sure. Move on in. Cook me dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mom. Uh, no, during our little uh, breakfast, or not breakfast, dinner break, <laughs> I was helping Jake with his uh, test. Mm-hmm. Is anatomy two. Mm. This thing was so hard how are you helping him by looking up the answers by yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i I don't know anatomy yeah oh i remember this yeah 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 oh yeah yeah from the anatomy class that i never took yeah um no i just like helping him look up stuff because it's like 100 questions i i've been out of school for what six months five or six months and like helping him take these tests i'm like this is hard yeah do you do you feel like you're learning along with him a little bit? No, 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 no learning happening here. No, no. I'd rather not learn I'd anymore. Actually, 
Man, I'm just happy not to be in school anymore. Yeah, tell me about it. Come home from work and I am done for the day. <laughs> I'm done for the day. I got no weekend work. I'm not. I I vow to maybe always have a job that I don't take home with me. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. I think that's very important. Work-life balance is very um, important. I'm clocked out. I'm clocked out. You're not paying me. I'm not thinking. I'm not using. I'm not using any of my brain power if I'm not getting paid. No, for it. no, no, no. I'm barely using any brain power when I am getting paid for it. Brain power. <laughs> brain power. <laughs> the other day, I got a memory that popped up on my Facebook of you and I going to the Selena Gomez concert. Oh, I did want to talk about <laughs> this too. I did oh, want to man. talk about this. Did you see my story about how skinny my eyebrows were? Did the picture that you that you sent me? Remember? You, oh yeah, one? yeah, yeah. My eyebrows are like little teeny tiny, <laughs> barely there. I plucked my eyebrows like hair was the enemy on my face. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I thought that that was the look. I don't know. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I don't actually, I can't remember. There's two eyebrow. I went through the phase where I overplucked them. And then I went through the phase where I was way overdrawing them. And I think, I don't remember who it was the first time that said, you need to stop plucking your eyebrows. I think it might've been my mother actually. <laughs> and then the second time when I was overdrawing, I went way the other direction. <laughs> I yeah. went from no overdid eyebrows it. to like way overdid it. And I was sitting on the couch, obviously with my eyebrows done, thinking I looked great. And then my sister comes in the room and she says, Isabel, what the heck is going on with your eyebrows? I don't know what, oh my. I don't know what you're doing, but you need to stop. And I said, okay. And from that day forward, I hear you. I was All like, right. okay, less is, and then I just didn't touch them. I just didn't pluck them. Yeah. I don't draw. Also, I have, I don't have the hand for it. Do you know what I mean? Some mm -hmm. girls I feel like can do their eyebrows and like, it looks nice. And I can't, my hand is just doesn't work like that. I just can't get yeah. it. They're not even. And I rather you just have not. nice natural eyebrows. Yeah. I just leave them alone. I just let's kind of let them. Yeah. Do you don't anything. need to do anything. I, on the other hand, I got to fill them in. But everyone goes through makeup um, journeys. Yeah. When I was in middle school, I had a black eyeliner pencil Ooh, and right need. right on my waterline just i <laughs> went in there <laughs> i just drew circles around my eyeballs <laughs> basically i had that and like a like chapstick and then like a compress powder for for my face Woo, bad to town looked really bad i when was did a, you little, a little goth kid when did you start wearing makeup i so I started in middle school with like just an eyebrow pencil and like probably some sort of lip gloss or chapstick with like a compress powder thing. And then high school is when I really like did you use delved the brush? into makeup. Did you use the brush that came with the, the compact? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, those are great. I didn't have no. any brushes. <laughs> did you did you use q tips? No, I, don't, I didn't use Q-tips. Yeah, that's what I used. I was just was getting the Q-tips out to do all my eyeshadow. Mm -hmm. I didn't even use eyeshadow until probably high school. Yeah, high school was when I did the whole like liquid foundation and then powder and then concealer and like the actual steps. And did you oh. did you like did you watch YouTube videos and stuff? Like, how did you no. know to do all that? I don't remember watching YouTube videos in high school of makeup. I think 
like I think like it's just word of mouth like you just talk about it with people and like how you see how they do their makeup and what they look like and stuff and yeah as I was getting older like maybe senior year I was looking at some YouTube videos but like it wasn't something I did like watch a tutorial and try to mimic it mimic it or oh, I can't speak I can't speak yeah my makeup skills are my own nice yeah you do yeah. you're I will say when I'm this is I think I'm so impressed by this part of the makeup that you do because I don't I'm not as good at it is the eyeliner oh thanks and the eyeshadow I can I just every time you do it I'm like it's literally perfect like every time Thank you I don't have I think it's literally- good at you have like you drew and paint like you drew mostly right uh, Not yeah yeah I, I do I, I draw a little and paint a little bit yeah. I haven't in a while but but I feel like that's what makes sometimes that's what makes people better at makeup is that they already have that like artistic them. and I do my handwriting is terrible my drawing a non-existent I think that's why partly I have such a hard time with that kind of stuff and then I don't I mean you like I did I never did it consistently mm-hmm I, I did like, it like every day. When you went to school, you did your makeup every day. Yeah, Pr- um, pretty much. How much? What time did you have? Because you guys started much earlier than we did. We started our school started like seven thirty, seven twenty-five. So what time did you have to get up to do your makeup? Six. Those are six thirty. I didn't do makeup every day. Yeah. But most days I did, so I would get up around yeah. six. I think I got. I mean, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. There wasn't a specific time that it was my dad that had an issue with it. My mom, maybe she did. And she was just like letting my dad be the bad guy. I don't know. He was like vehemently against. If my lips were too shiny, you got another another thing coming. (laughs) I had to be so careful. And I would go to my friend's house and put on makeup and, you know, because I loved watching that, those kind of videos. Mm -hmm. I was on it. Mac Barbie, (laughs) Stila Babe, Hot Beauty. Come on. I was in it. Ooh. I didn't necessarily try to mimic what they like. I didn't try to actually do what they were doing, but I would take what they were saying. I, I would want to like kind of do similar. I wasn't watching the video like, okay, now I'm going to do this step, but it was more I would watch it and I would take all of it in. And then I would want to go to the store and get makeup like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Of course, I wasn't allowed to for the longest time until I got. I don't know. I want to say maybe like 13, 13 or 14, maybe. And I was getting all the elf products I could afford. <laughs> elf. Yeah. I was all getting all the elf stuff. I didn't have, but also at that age, you don't need to be wearing, what do you need to do? You know pounds what I mean? of make- You don't need to wear pounds yeah, of makeup in so, high school. No. And I also think about how I was homeschooled. <laughs> so where were you going where was I going nowhere (laughs) I would do my makeup in the morning at home for I don't know I just liked to do it and then you had a co-op yeah I would exactly I would do my makeup for that and I would do my makeup for church and then when I started running like on the team and then because my I didn't go to high school till my sophomore year and so once I started going to practice every morning at six and then we had to get ready at the Y and then go to school I hated doing my makeup yeah. I was like, this is such a chore. I don't like it. I don't like the way it feels. And then we started having double days where we'd go, we'd run in the morning and then we would go in the evening or in the afternoon and do abs or something. I don't know. And then I was like, why am I putting makeup on to go to three classes and then go when home? I have two workouts then, in the day yeah, and the workout. And then I just stopped 
doing it I just was like I'm just I'm done with this mm-hmm. and the amount of people in my classes like I, I mean again I only have three classes I only had three periods a day um people were like oh you like your skin like your skin your skin looks so nice today like oh you look different today and then I was like that's it I'm never wearing makeup. yeah <laughs> I'm never wearing makeup again and then I just didn't from that day forward I just like didn't do it anymore I mean I I really do enjoy it and I like buying now I try to buy nice makeup and I still I don't really watch videos that much anymore but I still like watching girls do their makeup I don't know yeah I'm a simple gal (laughs) I put on a girl doing her makeup yeah I just enjoy it okay I just vibe yeah but when we went to that Selena Gomez concert oh yeah that's where we started. I had my skinny brows and my eyelash, um, my waterproof mascara on. I remember that. I remember exactly what I was wearing: a cute little romper, floral romper, turquoise sandals, pious section. Do With you the lamest people. With the, the lamest, lamest people. people. They were if, all sitting oh, down. Why did they pay to go to that concert? If you're sitting down at a concert. What are you doing there? Leave. Get out. I know. I, if I could go back, I would have, I would not have cared because what happened is she comes on the stage and we start, we stand up and then no mm-hmm. one's standing and we're like, okay. Okay. And so it's like awkward. It's so like so we sat awkward. down. So we just sat there and kind of like <laughs> bopped around. But if just I could bopped. go, if I could go back, I would stand up and I would, oh, have, I would not have cared. Mm-hmm. I paid. Eighty dollars yeah. for these nosebleed tickets. <laughs> Sixteen years old, and drove two and a half hours. I'm gonna stand up and dance and sing. Yep. But we didn't do that, did we? We should have. But it was still fun. It was. I was gonna say when you said like people noticed your skin was better, and you, like you just looked different with makeup on. I had the opposite effect. Oh no! People were like are you okay? You look <gasps> tired. You look no. sick. And I was like, I have to wear makeup every day. No, Jamie. <laughs> terrible. My school, man. That is rough. I think it was also, because I didn't know how to do my makeup. So then when they, no. they were like, oh, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah. Hey, stop. Hey, your you natural face. Great. Yeah, that is what you should. Don't be doing anything else. Okay. <laughs> they saw my eyebrows and they were like, like uh. oh yeah. They're like, whoa. I think that you should not comment on women's makeup. Mm, like, yeah. hey, you look different. <laughs> unless you're like giving makeup them a nice, on today. Yeah, unless you're giving them a compliment or you're their best friend and you're like, hey, what's going on with the hey. what's going hey, on? Your up eyebrow there? is smudged off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Otherwise, hey, have you ever seen mm. Blue Lagoon? Uh, what is that? No. What the hell was going on in the 80s? Because what this movie was about two children that became that were stranded on a a deserted island, and they grew up together. They weren't related. They grew up together, and then they like fall in love. Whatever. They don't have a choice. I remember. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) I remember watching this movie when I was a kid, obviously on cable, because I turned this movie on Netflix with Brandon. Because I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've never seen this movie. The nudity in this movie was shocking oh my god child nudity 
You want chill? Yes, children, like little kids, full frontal nudity. I was like, "What?" Oh my god! Shocked. I don't know how this was even legal. And it was then the 80s. They get older. They're teenagers. I think the yeah, they're teenagers still. Full. Fr- I'm seeing a penis on my screen. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Oh what in the world? What in the world? And then I see. I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" It's Brooke Shields. It's Brooke Shields. <gasps> I said, how old was she in this movie? She Marley's so mom. Young. She looks so young. 14. Oh. 14 years old. She's no. butt naked. No. And they're having sex scenes. <gasps> I couldn't even make it to the end of the movie. I was like, this is just too no. uncomfortable for me. But I remember- You watched when- it when you were a kid? Yeah. This I mean, the- it was- it, No, I watched it when I was a kid, but it was on cable. So all of that was- Oh, okay. Right. They didn't show any- I don't- re- I. Honestly, I barely remember the movie, so it's possible that I didn't actually watch the whole thing. Right. Definitely didn't see nudity. So when that came up, I was shocked. I was like, how did this even... First of all, the fact that somebody had to write that, I think it was a mm-hmm. book actually, but the fact that somebody had to make that into a movie and they casted a 14-year-old girl for her to be naked and they also wrote it for little children to be naked around no. all the people that are making this movie. What makes me even more upset is the parents. The parents are just giving their children off to be naked in a movie? Yeah. The, do you mean the, the child actor's parents? Yeah. Right. So I don't bizarre. think I could let my kid do a sex scene when they are 14. What? No, listen to this. Then I told my mom. My mom said, yeah, Brooke Shields, before she was 14, played a child prostitute in another movie. What is? What? What? Yeah, I didn't know that. I was very oh disturbed God. by that. I mean, I guess she turned out, she didn't become like an open drug addict. I, did she? I don't think she ever did. Brooke I've Shields? Always, I've always remembered her as being very pretty and everything. I I've don't ever think seen her she, in. I don't know the history of Brooke Shields, but yeah. I don't think she had anything. Right. So maybe it didn't actually like outwardly, outwardly scar her terribly, but I just can't imagine that that wasn't very formative being right. exposed Listen, well, to that as a child. She became Miley's mom. Yeah, so she really made it. Now she does Hallmark movies. Thanks for listening. Oh, God. Thanks for listening. Do another episode. (laughs) Okay, whatever. We'll just have to talk about something some other time, okay? Okay. I'm going to go now. Follow our Instagram. Follow our Instagram. It's at better underscore than underscore work. We're going to put it in the show notes. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And thanks for listening. Bye.